0: So today I wanted to just to like share a couple of things regarding specifically like nutrition and things that can really actually drive us to be more inclined to binge. And so a lot of the times, of course, our mindset, our relationship with food, our coping mechanisms, stress management, all of these things will significantly impact whether or not we kind of end up overindulging, overeating, binging, or kind of getting stuck in that binge restrict cycle. And so this is where, yes, mindset is super, super key. Our relationship with food is super, super key. But then again, there's also some things that we can really do specifically with our nutrition. And there's some common mistakes that I see a lot of women doing with their nutrition that actually is setting them up in a way that's not going to be super ideal. And so that's what we're going to go over today. And the thing is as I'm talking to you, like there are certain things that even in terms of our physical health, right, our hormones, our blood sugar sense, like our insulin sensitivity, like these things will really drive us to have more cravings, to not feel satiated, to overeat. And so I see so many women getting so frustrated So frustrated with themselves that they have no willpower, that they have no discipline, that they can't follow this diet and they can't stay consistent. When in reality, there's so many things that could also be impacting our willpower. Of course, you know, I did many bikini competitions. They're very, very restrictive. A lot of people, they think like the prep is hard. They think the competition prep is hard, dialing your diet in, the discipline, the training, the cardio, all of that stuff. Nothing is as hard as post comp. Post comp, coming out of a show, when you no longer have that focus, you no longer have that kind of deadline, that goal, and you're also dealing with this really low body fat percentage, your hormones are dysregulated, your hunger hormones are dysregulated. It is so difficult. And so, again, The reason why I can speak about this and like it's things that I've experienced myself and a big reason as to why I do what I do now and the reason why I coach who I coach and I share what I share is because I had my own struggles too. In competition prep, you're so disciplined. So I know if I have a set meal plan, I can challenge myself. I have the willpower. I have the discipline, all of that stuff. And then of course, post comp, you're not just challenging your mind. You're also challenging the state of your body, your low body fat percentage, your hormones, your digestion, your stress, all of these different components. And so through that experience as well, I really learned it's not just about mindset. And a lot of times, so many women, they beat themselves up, they get frustrated and even way back in my journey before competing too. Like a lot of these common nutrition mistakes are also mistakes that I made myself and they really led to this constant battle and this constant struggle. And so the reason why I want to share this today, because these are very common mistakes. These are very common nutritional mistakes that happen with women who are trying to lose weight are trying to change their body composition? They're really, really common as well with women who are in competition and post-comp, right? Or a lot of the same, a lot of the same things that apply to a bikini competitor, right? Post-comp, sadly, also applies to a lot of women who are over restricting and really pushing themselves and trying to lose weight through these extremes. PrEP is just more of an extreme with a justification because you're doing a competition. But I see the exact same habits, the exact same approaches, the exact same struggles for normal lifestyle clients, for normal women who are wanting to just simply lose some weight because they see the bodybuilding approach, they see the competition approach, and they also see all of these fad diets and these quick fixes and these weight loss programs. And so they approach it the same. And so a lot of these things that we're going to be talking about today are very common, not just for competitors, but also for lifestyle clients and women, like common women who are mothers, who are wives, who are just wanting to lose some weight. And they're doing these things and they're setting them up for binging. And so Who wants to hear what the common nutritional mistakes are that we often, not just for competitors, but we often see with just women in general wanting to lose weight and who are getting frustrated with themselves because their lack of willpower, their lack of discipline, and then they end up getting stuck in this binge restrict cycle. So one of the most common things that I see, and as I said, like competition prep is an extreme because you are restricting, you're over restricting, you are pushing your body to that really low body fat percentage. And you, it typically, the methods of getting there are going to be very, very hard on the body. Of course, everybody's body is different. Some people's metabolisms are in a better spot, but very common. Unfortunately, a lot of competition prep coaches, they simply just restrict, 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 do more cardio, more cardio till they... Get the result they're looking for. A lot of people rush their competition preps. A lot of people don't focus on getting their metabolism to a better spot first. And so, again, over restriction is a really common nutritional mistake that can make you binge. And the reasons for this, too, right? And we don't even like a lot of the times we're like, okay, well, I plugged my stats into my fitness pal and it told me to eat 1,200 calories, right? And it's like so many people are trying to eat these ridiculously low amounts of calories that's common for my fitness pal. You plug in your stats, you say, oh, I want to lose weight. And then it gives you the absolute lowest amount that you can eat to survive, <laughs> unfortunately. And that really conditions so many women to think, okay, I need to eat 1,200 calories in order to lose weight, which is an extreme. It is a huge extreme. And on top of that, again, Not only are we trying to eat very low calories, we're also trying to work out and exercise and do cardio and do all of these different things. And so people are also not considering like that is like a base level for survival, let alone exercising and doing things. And then this is where also like whatever you're doing is very inaccurate as well, because even like your little Apple watch and stuff isn't going to be an accurate representation of how many calories you burned. And that being said, too, a lot of people really push themselves to this extreme and they struggle for a really long time. And sure, in a short period of time, you can challenge yourself, you can push yourself, right? But we want to make sure we're also not kind of damaging our metabolism through that process and our relationship with food. And again, so many people are conditioned to think that it's okay to be eating 1200 calories and that's what's needed to lose the weight. And so they get accustomed to aiming for that for a pretty low period of time. And so over restricting as well, super, super common. And a lot of people don't realize how little they're eating and they don't realize how much they're restricting because it is a normal, common, okay thing for a lot of people, but they're not taking in consideration their exercise, their activity what their body actually needs. A lot of people as well, a lot of women are trying to get toned and get definition. So they're doing resistance training and workouts. And again, too, when it comes to resistance training and weightlifting and stuff, your body isn't just burning calories during that workout. Your body is also utilizing calories afterwards for recovery. And so again, like, it's a lot of women I find super, super, It's super, super common to be res- over restricting. And then they get to a point where they're trying to do these really kind of like extreme diets for a prolonged period of time. And then they get to a point where they're just hungry. They're just hungry. They're just having cravings. And it's like, yeah, your body's going to get what it wants. Your body will always win guys. And so you'll get to a point where you will be hungry. And uh, you will have cravings. And yes, your willpower and discipline will diminish because your body's sole job is survival. It is going to send you specific signals to get you to eat something. And so again, too, like taking that in consideration that we are fighting these biological responses and reactions to over-restriction. There are certain hormones that will tell us to eat more that will make us hungrier, right? Ghrelin is your hunger hormone. It'll increase and stuff. And it can really kind of drive you to be hungrier. You can also, if you're over restricting, probably also under eating certain nutrients. And so again, your body will have those cravings. Your body will ask for those things. And that in combination to how accessible highly palatable foods are these days Right and all the different kind of food marketing or the f- access we have or the social events or all of that stuff that's going to be right in front of you, which is literally all these pr- ultra processed foods that are literally engineered to again also make you crave them, also make you want them. No wonder you're going to binge. And so when we feel balanced and we feel nourished, right when we're not over restricting, this is again where. We have more discipline and willpower because we're also not fighting this constant hunger, these constant cravings, these constant signals from our body to eat, to indulge, to have these foods, to nourish ourselves, to eat something, right? So again, so many people, one of the most common things that I find through my nutrition plans is that people will be like, wow, like I actually am consistent. I actually stuck to a diet. I haven't done this for so long. And it's like, yeah, because you have willpower, you have discipline, you want it, but it's like you've also been over restricting for too long. And this is where it leads to that binge. So, of course, too, like there are relationship with food components, there are mindset components, but we're not going to go into this today. I really want to just solely focus on the common nutritional mistakes that people will make that will really kind of lead them to binge. So, over restriction is going to be one over restricting calories, over restricting carbs, right? Or also just simply over restricting in comparison to the, their exercise output. So again, sometimes more is better. Eating more is going to be better. Working out less is going to be better because they are going to be a lot more consistent with it. one of the most frustrating things is being stuck in this constant yo-yo back and forth in terms of kind of working towards a goal and resetting, right? And get falling back into those habits. And it's like, you make the progress, you lose the way, and then you just, you binge and then you come back. And this binge restrict cycle is probably the most frustrating thing ever. And I can say that because I've lived it and it's frustrating as hell and I lost so many years being frustrated and pissed off at myself thinking I have no discipline, thinking I have no willpower, th- feeling like a failure when all I needed to do was actually eat more and nourish my body better. And I remember spending like way back in the day, I think this like I started dieting and working out, I think back in like 20 20- 13 <laughs> a while ago <laughs> cuz somebody told me that i was gaining weight when i came back from summer at school so anyways amazing what one boy can say and then totally change things up but i felt like i had to lose weight in order to kind of be attractive and stuff and so i remember getting so obsessed with trying to lose weight and get skinnier and over restricting so much and i did the whole my fitness pal what should i eat and all of a sudden it spews out some numbers and it's like, oh, 1,200 calories. On top of that, I was running two hours a day and I was good for like three days and then I'd come home after work, a stressful day at work, tired, depleted because I was barely eating anything and then I would binge. And it was the most frustrating time of my life because I was so obsessed about this certain goal and I couldn't reach it. And it was the same thing over and over and over again. And I was like, I know better. Why am I doing this? I know I shouldn't be eating these foods. I know I shouldn't be having this or stopping at the store or picking this up or eating these, like overeating. I know better. And I keep working towards this goal and I keep working so hard. Why am I wasting my time? And I remember being so frustrated, but it's like, I look back now and I know why. I know why I was having such a hard time. I know why I was having such a difficulty maintaining that willpower and staying consistent because I wasn't eating anything. I was hungry. My body had cravings and I needed to eat. And again, we need to understand like there's a difference between dieting for our goals and eating for our goals and nourishing our body for our goals. And when we can actually remember, the goal isn't to get results at 1,200 calories a day. The goal is to get our results through a method and through an approach that actually helps us feel good. Because that's what's going to be sustainable and maintainable for us. If we can work with our body, if we can get our metabolism to improve, if we can balance our hormones, we can really kind of get the body composition results we're looking for in a way that isn't super ultra restrictive, then we can maintain those. But again, so many people think that in order to get leaner, to lose weight, they have to go through these extremes. And they get accustomed to thinking that 1,200 calories a day is what they need to do to get the weight to go down and to lose the weight and to get the result when in reality sure it works <laughs> if you under eat you'll lose some weight probably right if you're in a major calorie deficit you'll probably lose some weight but that being said the moment you start eating like a normal person you gain that weight back and it's going to be really hard to always eat at that low level so again don't over-restrict. Achieve a calorie deficit, but actually understand what that calorie deficit is supposed to be. And also take in consideration what you're doing on a daily basis, what your job is like. Is it sedentary or is it active? Are you, do you have hobbies that are really active as well? Do you play sports? Are you working out? Are you walking lots? Right? Take those into consideration as well. Now, another super common mistake too, as we talked about, if you're over restricting, you're probably restricting a lot of nutrients as well. Food is nutrients. And if we're under eating, we're also under intaking a lot of really important nutrients too. So, nutritional deficiencies again are really going to drive cravings. One other super, super important nutritional deficiency, right? If we're not eating enough protein, super, super common for women as well, to eat protein. And this will have a huge impact on your cravings, your satiety, right? How satisfied you feel from your certain foods. And also, again, that can down the road lead to these other kind of like signs and symptoms of having nutritional deficiencies. So really pay attention to your nutrition. And again, it does kind of require eating a certain amount of food in order to hit those nutrients. And now, so aside from protein, like as I said, super, super common that I see a lot of women under eating protein specifically. And of course that really leads them to have more cravings, be hungrier, have meals and not be as satiated. So they end up not feeling like full or satisfied after that meal. And they end up wanting to overindulge as well. Right. So that's super common scenario. I see. I also work with a lot of vegans and vegetarians and Of course, you can get enough protein with a vegan diet. I have even competitors that are vegans and they get amazing results and they feel good and we get enough protein. But that being said, right, another scenario that I often find is vegans that are trying to eat low calorie and low carb. So it's like, congratulations, you have no food. (laughs) you have nothing to eat. And so you're not only probably under eating protein, because a lot of plant based proteins also contain carbohydrates, right? And in order to hit enough protein, you're actually going to have to eat a decent amount of food and a decent amount of calories. So this is again, where we really need to make sure our metabolism is in a good spot before we are trying to kind of lose weight and stuff. And sometimes we'll try to, we'll kind of be frustrated with our weight loss and we just focus on reducing, 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 cutting food, cutting calories, cutting carbs, and then your metabolism regulates, your body's already stressed out. And then you realize like the moment you eat a decent amount of food or you have one meal out or something like that, or you just like aren't following a super strict diet, then that's where that weight gain comes back. So again, really pay attention to nutrition. It's not just the calories, not even just the macros. Macros are super important, right? As we talked about like making sure that we are having enough protein is key. Also, if you are exercising and just for everybody too, right? Like we want to be able to have our body able to handle carbs. And a lot of times we eat super low carb, especially with the whole keto thing, right? A lot of people think that, okay, I need to cut out carbs in order to lose weight. And it's like, again, as I said, like you don't want to get to your goals, right? The goal isn't to get to your goals in a very hard, restrictive way. And a lot of people are like, well, keto's good. I can eat like all this cheese and all this sour cream and mayonnaise and all this meat and stuff. It's not super restrictive. I gotta eat all these foods I like. But at the end of the day, it is restrictive. You can't deny it is restrictive. You're restricting an entire macronutrient. So again. We don't want to be getting to our goals in a way that is so restrictive because you're going to get to a point where you're going to want a piece of birthday cake, or you're going to want a chip, (laughs) or you're going to want a piece of fruit. And so taking those things in consideration is like, okay, how can I actually get to my goals through an approach that isn't super restricted because unfortunately, very, very common as well. A lot of people lose the weight even with keto or any low carb diet, they'll see that initial weight loss, but then they're like, okay, well, I got to my weight and I don't want to do keto anymore because it's super restrictive and I want to have more freedom with my diet. And so then they stop, introduce carbohydrates again. They haven't had carbs for a long time. They're a lot of those carbohydrates increases your water weight. So a lot of that initial weight loss with keto is actually water weight due to your glycogen depleting. But again, you're going to have sugar, you're going to have carbs, you're going to have these foods you haven't had for a while. And again, that's where we can also set ourselves up for a binge scenario due to over restricting and cutting out a certain kind of type of food for a prolonged period of time. So, carbohydrates, having carbohydrates in your diet are important. It's all about the timing, the portions, and those sources. But, like, having to restrict an entire macronutrient or cut out carbs completely isn't going to be the best scenario for a lot of people. And again, it can really set them up for this scenario where they do end up binging. So, nutrition, how we approach nutrition can really help us feel more balanced, feel a lot less restricted. Right and avoid these binges that are a lot of people. I don't think a lot of people want to be binging, so it's like these unnecessary scenarios. And our food is, our nutrition is super, super powerful for that. So, aside from nutritional deficiencies, right? As I said, those are really drive hunger and cravings. Also, it can affect satiety. So, if we're under eating protein, for example, and then it could also make us feel super restricted if we're cutting out entire kind of macronutrients like carbs. So, nutritional deficiencies again can really drive our desire to binge. Again, too, like, aside from just on the conversation of like carbohydrates and stuff. So, aside from over restriction and nutritional deficiencies, another very common nutrition mistake that I often find is that people are fasting a lot. They're fasting a lot or they're skipping meals and they're not paying attention to their blood sugar. And so, we really need to remember fasting, especially intermittent fasting. So, again, another really common trend or fat or whatever you want to call it that can be like intermittent fasting can be amazing. Fasting is really great, but a lot of the times People are very approaching it in a very not necessarily ideal for them scenario. And I did do an entire live stream on this. I won't go too deep into fasting, in my opinion, on certain things and different things to kind of be aware of. But again, people will be fasting and skipping meals and under eating, right? Because again, fasting is not telling you what to eat and how much to eat it is telling you when to eat. So again, we still have to be mindful about what we eat during that eating window. And so a lot of people don't take that into consideration and they use fasting to skip meals and under eat. And then, so we run into the over restriction scenario. We run into the nutritional deficiency scenario. And so fasting can sometimes also drive you to want to binge. We can also not be necessarily paying attention to our blood sugar throughout that process too. And so if we're skipping meals, if we're fasting too long, and then our blood sugar drops too low again. It is going to be that kind of over-restriction, those nutritional deficiencies, that stress on the body, and your body is going to give you those signals to want to eat something. And you're also going to be probably a lot hungrier, right? Because your blood sugar is a lot lower, and that can also really affect things. So really pay attention to what you're eating if you are fasting, and also pay attention to your blood sugar and how you're feeling. And if it is creating this binge-restrict cycle for yourself where you're restricting using a fast, and then you have the shorter eating window and you're binging during that eating window, probably not the best solution for you. So back to common nutritional mistakes that can really make you binge. Another thing to you, and I'm going to wrap this up on this topic is not addressing digestion, digestive issues, and not addressing hormones. So as I talked about at the very beginning, sometimes people will get frustrated with their willpower, lack of willpower, with their lack of discipline, fact that they can't stay consistent with certain things. And it's not a mindset thing. It's not necessarily a relationship with food thing. Sometimes it is more physical imbalances. Sometimes it's an issue with digestion. So for example, a few kind of very common scenarios of digestion, any dysbiosis, like any imbalances of their gut microbiome, candida being like candida overgrowth, being a very common one that actually drives you to crave more sugars, right. And overeat super, super common. Another thing too is another like issue with digestion. Again, we can create these nutritional deficiencies. It's not just about what you eat, right? It's what you're actually absorbing. And if we're not digesting foods properly and we're running into nutritional deficiencies due to poor absorption, again, this can drive us to have more cravings. And so we'll notice we'll have certain things. And so really, really important to pay attention to digestive issues. If you're dealing with any kind of bloating, if you're dealing with any, yeah, like even IBS, right? Like I I'll, I think I'm going to make a post later this week about IBS because it's probably the most annoying diagnosis ever. It uh, literally tells you nothing. It's just kind of like, Hey, there's something wrong with your bowels. And it's like, okay, thank you. What? And it could be so many different things. So anyways, make go into that. So. Digestion, super, super important to pay attention to. If you are dealing with any chronic bloating, digestive issues and stuff, sometimes that can actually drive us to have more cravings and stuff. So that's why I wanted to share with you guys just a few really common nutritional mistakes that can actually drive you to want to binge, that can really impact your willpower and your discipline and your ability to stay consistent with a certain meal plan or fitness plan. So do not underestimate the power of dialing in your nutrition. And as always, if you ever need help, if you ever need guidance, if you ever want to just simply learn what else you can do to support your body better and get to your goals more efficiently, shoot me a DM. So I am always just a message away. And we do have some, not just me, but some amazing coaches as well that are just would be ecstatic to help you and just show you the unique Nixon approach and what we can all do. So, so anyways, I'm going to hop off for that. Hopefully you guys found that was helpful. If you guys ever need anything whatsoever, like I said, feel free to message me. I'm more than happy to support you with your goals and just show you, right? The power of nutrition and just working with our body